Welcome to The Grange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia. We're a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. We've all laughed at Gorilla Channel, but what can we learn from studying primates and what can they tell us about human social culture? Do we prefer people who are strong leaders and jerks? And what do children copy from us and how does that separate us from our fellow primates? We find out more on this expose on primate science. Chances are if you've been on the internet anywhere in the last seven days, you would have heard of the Gorilla Channel. Now, no, this is not some rebranded Discovery Channel special event like Shark Week, but rather a Twitter joke created by the Australian Twitter comedian Pixelated Boat, which purports to show an extract from a recent book on the subject of the American President Donald Trump, which suggests that his staffers created a fake channel of Guerrilla documentaries, particularly guerrillas fighting each other. And it's a satirical piece that's meant to make fun of this hype around this latest book, but also poke fun at the American president. But when it comes to actual guerrillas, and actual guerrillas fighting each other, or primates for that matter, there's a lot of interesting behaviour going on there. We can actually learn a lot from studying our fellow primates. And a recent study published in Current Biology from researchers at Duke University have identified that actually, well, regardless of political reasons, our closest primate relatives, bonobos, actually prefer jerks, people who are mean, self-centred, egotistical and powerful. I'm not drawing any other comparisons to the prior story there, but this is a study that was being performed over many months in the Democratic Republic of Congo at the Lolaya Bonobo Sanctuary. And they were actually investigating bonobos' reactions to different types of activities and behaviours. Do bonobos like certain types of behaviour? Do they recognise kindness, meanness, rudeness, and so on? And if they do, how do they respond to this? Because this goes to one of the fundamental questions about human character. Do we like or dislike people that are mean or not mean? And by studying bonobos, we can actually get an insight into how this functions in the animal kingdom. After all, bonobos are one of the closest relatives to us in the animal kingdom. Now, the common dating advice tip is to never trust anyone who's rude to a waiter. And even from infants as young as three months old have actually been shown to distinguish between nice people, people with good behaviour, and people who are mean. There's actually several studies on that exact topic. So researchers Brian Hare, an associate professor of evolutionary anthropology, and his doctoral student Christopher Krupney, actually went all the way to the Democratic Republic of Congo to try and study this in bonobos. And what they did was take 24 different bonobos, and they showed them animated videos. In one animated video, there's a Pac-Man-style creature that's trying to climb a hill, and it's struggling to do so. In one of the videos that's shown... A creature appears that tries to push it up, gives him a push to the top. And other times, it actually pushes him down the hill and shoves it back down and blocks its way. And after showing all the bonobos this two video clips, they then had the two characters, the helpful one and the mean one, on above some pieces of fruit. And they gauged which ones the bonobos reached for first. And similarly, they had a second video that showed a human actor 
who drops a stuffed animal just out of reach. One of them tries to return the toy to the rightful owner, and the other, a third person, then snatches it away. The bonobos in that instance can choose to accept a piece of apple from the thief or the do-gooder. Now, in each of those different experiments, the bonobos were able to identify which one was helpful and which one wasn't helpful. And afterwards, the bonobos actually chose to side with the person who was unhelpful, either the character or the actor in both situations. That was either a thief or blocking or being unhelpful to the other character. Now, first, you know, they measured the baseline preferences of all the animals to see if there was they were reaching for a certain fruit in a certain way or a certain person. So they did control for that factor. And so they did control for a lot of other things as well. They actually also had a further test. Uh, and they did this because they theorized that, well, in bonobos, they're a pack-based creature. So maybe they see the creature that's mean as having some kind of strength and dominance. And in such an instance, you actually want to make good, make peace, be friendly to the one that is dominant so that you don't get attention drawn to yourself. And to test this idea, they actually showed them another cartoon, one where a cartoon character repeatedly tries to claim a coveted spot. And in those videos, the bonobos actually generally preferred the character who hogged the coveted spot rather than the one who gave it up. And this kind of schmoozing with people who were in a dominant position of power in the bonobo study would obviously then often give them some kind of benefits, maybe better access to food, mates, or other perks, or maybe even simply as less chance of being bullied themselves. And so for those reasons, the researchers have theorized that that's why the bonobos actually prefer bullies in direct comparison to humans who actually don't, as according to most studies. So it might suggest that the actual behavior that humans have is something that is unique to our branch of the species. Yes, we don't live in packs and trees with a dominant pack structure as much as we do anymore, but we do have political systems with people in power, with a lot of power, who people often do try and schmooze with. But for the most part, when we conduct studies much the same as this one, we still prefer nice people as opposed to mean people. And so the researchers suggest that actually humans might, as opposed to bonobos and other primates, actually have a preference for helpers, which is why we may be so cooperative. That's an interesting piece of scientific research which obviously has some parallels to our own time and even the gorilla channel whatever we might think of this hyper-partisan times with one side against the other as a whole when we actually do most scientific experiments we are so much more accepting of kindness and strangers than any other species on the planet Aside from being able to distinguish jerks and nice people from a distance, there's another thing we can study and learn from bonobos, whilst also learning about ourselves. And that is, if you think about humans and children, you'll see that most children, uh, in all different cultures and backgrounds, will imitate the actions of adults around them. And this is important because it's the way we transmit our cultural ideas, our social rituals, our norms, our behaviours, our language, you name it. It's incredibly important for childhood development. And they copy these actions for almost no reason. They don't have to be told that they have to copy. It's just ingrained into them to mimic what others are doing around them. They're incredibly skilled imitators. And through that imitation is how they learn and develop skills of their own. 
Now, researchers from Durham University and University of Birmingham in the UK studied a whole bunch of children at the Birmingham Science Museum and compared their imitation abilities to that of our closest animal relative, the bonobo, all the way, again, at the Lolaya Bonobo Sanctuary in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And the reason why these researchers picked bonobos is that, unlike chimpanzees and other primates, bonobos actually have a really strict and very well and easily understood social interaction and social hierarchy. They also exhibit a lot of sociocentric behavior that other chimpanzees or primates don't. And so they're, for a social studies type bit of experimentation, they're the animal to study. So chief researcher Zana Clay, who's now an assistant professor at psychology at Durham University, thought, well, is there any link between the way that children unconsciously start to imitate and learn and comparing that to bonobos? Do other members of the animal kingdom do the same thing as we humans do? And to test this, basically, they took a wide variety of students, young children, uh, and adults from a wide variety of ethnic backgrounds, ages, and races. And they tried to put all this all together. And what they did is they showed each of these children, the participants in the study, a box with a treat inside. And before the adult showed them how to open the box, they did a variety of different types of nonsensical actions, hand wavings, spinning around, all other kinds of different sounds and actions that a child could mimic. Now, they were then handing over their box with the treat inside to the child. The child had just seen this box that it has a treat inside and they showed how to open it by the adult, along with a lot of other unnecessary stuff. And the adult just hands them the box. Now, the adult didn't give them any other further instructions to that. They didn't tell them, copy me. They didn't tell them, you need to do exactly as I do. In the majority of instances, the children actually pretty much nailed and mimicked exactly what the adults had done, in all 77 cases almost. Comparing that to the untrained 46 bonobos in the Loliya Bonobo Sanctuary in the Democratic Republic of Congo, the results were markedly different. Humans were very, very quick and eager to mimic the actions of the adults, even without being told they needed to do that. They were just sort of ingrained to do that from ages three all the way up to five. But the bonobos being shown the same thing with the same experiments did not react in it at all. They just went and got the treat. They didn't do any mimicry. They didn't follow along in the actions. And that's really interesting because it shows that even with a creature that has a very big emphasis on social interaction packs and uh, responding to behavior of others and following along, even in a creature like that, which is what the bonobo is, they didn't do the ingrained mimicking that humans do, specifically young humans, as part of the learning process, even when they're not told to. Yes, you can train, of course, bonobo to follow along and mimic a human behavior, but that requires training. The mimicry that's being done by the children was just happening because they wanted to do it, because they are ingrained to do so. And it shows that even just having a really strong social network like bonobos do, that's not enough to trigger this human behavior of culturally learning different behaviors by following along. And that goes to show that that behavior that humans have is something that is unique to humans, not something that is as common in the animal kingdom as we think. And whilst animals can copy what we do, and you can think about a parrot mimicking back your own sound of your voice to you, and you can train a parrot to do that, but also they do it even if you don't want them to sometimes. So their animals are able to copy that. But if you look at our closest animal relatives, we actually have that trait which separates us from them.
and it goes to show one of the other reasons why we have branched off. We have these really tight-knit human communities, and we pass on our behaviours to our children. And we don't tell them that they need to learn it. They just know that they need to learn the behaviours because they start following along. And that's given us a great way to transmit knowledge and culture throughout the ages and set us apart from the primates. So the ability to copy a behaviour that shows no apparent purpose, which is what these demonstrators were doing here, wasn't linked to any other behaviour, it was just a random series of actions with no clear purpose, is pretty much the researchers have identified, something that is unique to humans. And that is something that has uniquely helped us as a species. Now, remember that next time you have a small child near you and they start repeating everything that you say and harking back to you. Or next time you're around a small child, they will mimic and they will follow what you do. Even if you don't tell them to, even if you tell them not to, because that's just the way that humankind has learned for millennia and what separates us from our closest primate cousins. This has been the Young Scientists of Australia's podcast, LaGrange Point. From children and adults in the US and the UK, all the way to bonobos deep in the Democratic Republic of Congo. What we've learned about the way we learn and interact with those around us and how that separates us from our primate cousins. Our ending theme was composed by Audio and Head to ysa.org.au for more information about the Young Scientists of Australia.